Minnesota Vikings, champions of the NFC North, still vying for that number two slot in the NFC playoffs, are on the road for the final two weeks of the season, and we have another border battle, a chance to sweep the Green Bay Packers. This time, it's at Lambeau Field, 2.30 pregame, right here on your exclusive home for the Vikings in Sioux Falls, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN. Paul Allen's boom at 325, and the voice of the Vikings joins us for his weekly Vikings views. We go all the way back, PA, to week one, the only one of Minnesota's 12 wins this year not decided by one score or less. No, this was a blowout win over the Green Bay Packers. They, of course, come in on a three-game win streak with slim playoff hopes. How different is the matchup from week one to week 16? And good afternoon and Happy New Year. Yep, Happy New Year, brother. Um, And um, it's dramatically different. Uh, because both teams, certain facets of both teams are better. Uh, that would include the Vikings offense that um, that ran up a bunch of uh, passing yards on uh, the Green Bay secondary in that game. But, you know, that was Green Bay's first game without bailout guy Devontae Adams. And uh, they also had more confusion in their secondary and lacked organization than many of the Green Bay Packer teams I've seen over the years. Uh, So they're going to be a little tighter and a little more squared away in the secondary. Uh, Christian Watson potentially not playing as a major talker in this thing. So, um, so yeah, the Vikings killed Green Bay in week one. I mean, there's, there's really no other way to put it. Um, And, and, you know, I know uh, the, the, you'll get people saying, well, if Christian Watson hadn't dropped that easy touchdown on the first offensive play of Green Bay season, who? but he did. I mean, he did drop it, so that's not <laughs> the only way to put it. Um, so, I, you know, I think the Vikings are going to win this game. Um, I think they're going to move to 13-3, and three, and I think they're going to eliminate Green Bay from playoff contention. Well, let's dig deeper into why you feel that will happen. Well, because the um, a, a Green Bay's pass rush without Rashawn Gary – I mean, they, they got some guys who can get after it. Preston Smith, eight and a half sacks, no doubt about it. Uh, but, um, you know, they, they lose veteran defensive lineman Dean Lowry. I'm the only person, whether it's chatting with uh, uh, Wisconsin-related radio stations on Thursday or uh, David Sinekin, the head cheese at uh, TC Head Cheese on Twitter, who comes on my show weekly. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's nobody, nobody is recognizing the significance of Dean Lowry going to IR. He's a defensive lineman for them because he has killed the Minnesota Vikings almost every single game that I've called with the Northwestern kid in the lineup. Well, you know, he's out for the year and that just happened. And, and they got this first round Georgia cap behind him, Devontae Wyatt, who just played the best game of his career against Miami. And he's a first round pick. There's no way is he in, in Dean Lowry's class, at this stage of his rookie year, there's just no way. So uh, I think it's a big omission. And I'm telling you right now, Johnny, if they don't rush Cousins the right way and and if they can't get home frequently, he's going to kill them with, with the over-the-top passing game because I just don't think they can hold up for three or four seconds and cover our guys. Paul Allen, voice of the Vikings. Packers on Sunday, 325 with PA's boom. Packers D has been playing well lately, 17 points per game, 
and eight turnovers forced in the last three. But we'll take into account everything you said there, and we'll add on Jair Alexander calling Justin Jefferson one of the best three wideouts in the NFL, but his week one performance, which he smashed a couple of Vikings records, a fluke. How do you react to this, and how does a statement like this really factor into the game once it kicks off? I mean, it's just it's just the newest stage of elevator music. I mean, how long has this team been called a fraud the entire season? You and I should pull some cash together, and like, if we can get permission to use the Vikings logo, put out shirts called your favorite frauds, and and we'd make a lot of money on that because that's just been the narrative the whole year. So now you know. Then it was, you know, people on ESPN. I don't even know their names popping off about cousins because they're not watching the games right and they're just thinking he is who he was and and what jair said about being fluky some of it may have been fluky okay uh but all all i remember from that game is when i watched it back i saw jair rasul douglas darnell savage savage adrian amos and eric stokes doing pirouettes because they had no idea where to go so they lacked organization organization that they undoubtedly will have Sunday. They're more organized. Question is, they don't have Rashawn Gary and they don't have Dean Lowry. If, if, they, if their rush does not get home, we are going to kill them with this passing game. And on the other side of the ball, when Aaron Rodgers and the Packers have that, I mean, you've given us the X factor, but what needs to happen with the Vikings defense? Well, I mean, the defense has been precarious all season, except that Green Bay game where uh, Zadarius Smith had a sack but he influenced the game dramatically and greatly. And Aaron had Aaron metaphorically had one eye on his receivers and, and another eye on Zadarius every single play. Oh, now Zadarius has like a half sack in the last month and a half. That's a problem. Well, what, what happens off those doubles? Well, now all of a sudden, Daniil has 10 and a half sacks because he's not getting double. Justin Jefferson, we went a month and a half, almost two months without a touchdown reception. They trade for TJ Hawkinson. What's happening? Justin's blowing up. You know, it's a it's it's a connecting the dots ultimate team game, and um, and the Vikings have a lot of things that are complementing each other, and um, and defensively speaking, the Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon and a running game and throwing to the running backs and Alan Lazard is maybe the best run blocking wide receiver in the NFL. Well, that's legitimate, and, and they get praised for that. Uh, but if it the Vikings slow down the run. And now Aaron has to throw to an offense that may not have Christian Watson. If we get beat by that, then then God bless him. <laughs> Enjoy the trip across the state line. We'll chat next week. All right, JG, I appreciate you, and uh, Happy New Year, brother.